Hello, welcome to the Hodeg Show. This is a podcast about all things Hodeg. History, heritage, culture, and current events. We're your hosts, Carrie Bladorn. And I'm Ben Burnell. So crack open your favorite Wisconsin beverage, grab a bag of cheese curds, and get ready for... The Hodeg Show! to the other? Are you going cross-country and need to move hodags? Well, look no further. Call Hodag Trucker Logistics for all your hodag encrypted moving needs. No beast too big or small, we move them all at Hodag Trucker Logistics. Yearly trips to Kentucky and West Virginia. Schedule your hodag transportation needs today by calling 1-800-HODAG-GO. We'll get your hodag there. Hodeg Trucker Logistics. Yeah, I love that company. Typically, I just throw my Hodeg in a crate, put it in the back of my vehicle. Have you ever used the logistics company? Oh, yeah, I used them a couple times this year, actually. you got a lot more Hodegs than I do. Yeah, we got them uh, down to West Virginia and Kentucky pretty good with them. That's right, yeah. They did a great job. Yeah. Not a Hodeg, not one single Hodeg was injured to or fro. Everything made it back in perfect condition. Yeah, they got it there. Hodeg... Trucking logistics, got to use them. All right. Hey, it's Gary. And I'm Ben. And you're listening to The The Hodeg Show. And uh, we got a great episode for you. It's kind of going to be a end-of-year review. Hodegs 2022 uh, with the topic of Hodeg the World. And even though we didn't take any Hodegs outside the country ourselves, there wasn't much of the 50 states we didn't hit this summer, did we, Ben? I think we got a hodeg just about in every state in America and a few extra countries out there, too. It was great. We love to take hodegs around the United States and spread what we like to call hodeg awareness. Oh, I love going on hodeg awareness tours. It's amazing. Like we've talked about so many times, uh, people around the nation just love this mythical creature from Rhinelander, Wisconsin, our beloved hodegs. And where where did we take the hodeg this summer? Well, we started off by going to the Mothman Festival in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. So we had done a lot of Hodeg stuff through the spring with the Hodeg Heritage Festival and then through the summertime with all kinds of events and then really kicked it off hard this fall. And yeah, all the way down to Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Tell us about the Mothman Festival, Ben. Yeah, Carrie, you didn't really get a chance to come on down there with us, unfortunately. But the uh, Hodeg awareness meter was through the roof. Um, 25, 30,000 people ventured to Point Pleasant this September, and they come to check out all the weirdness, including the Hodeg. It's like one of the biggest cryptid fests in the country, right? Yes, it's it's pretty huge. I, I want to say it's the biggest, considered compared to like the Super Bowl of cryptid events. Yeah, and Point Pleasant, you know, we had gone together the year before. When there was no festival, but we just kind of enjoyed the the general nature and good graces of Point Pleasant, West Virginia. It's not a very big town, is it? 
No, no, it's quite quite smaller than Rhinelander. I would say I don't know the population offhand, but uh, like many West Virginia towns, they're kind of long and narrow and run along the, the rivers that uh, go through the area. And So Point Pleasant, West Virginia, got its claim to fame from the Mothman, which happened in the 60s, uh, 1966. Some locals spotted a moth humanoid creature flying around an old military base or uh ammunition style depot in like igloo bunkers they stored tnt in these TNT bunkers dynamite i believe yes and that that was kind of a foreshadowing at least many locals believe of a bridge collapse that took place in point pleasant killed some people it was a terrible tragedy for the point pleasant community and the legends of the mothman were born during that time yeah you're either uh there's two different versions, you know, either the Mothman was the one who took down the bridge or he was there trying to warn people about the collapse. So there's two different ways you could look at this winged creature. And then, of course, there was like a full featured length film with Richard Gere, I think. I believe so, yeah. Mothman Prophecies? Yes, yeah, very big uh, Hollywood movie. You know, big blockbuster film, a lot of you will remember it, have seen it. And, uh, you know, the cryptedness or the mythology of the Mothman, as it were, it really just blew up from there. Now, they, they really embrace it. A big Mothman statue in the middle of town. Museum. I, th- I want to say they're going on close to 20 years of this Mothman festival, roughly. Yeah, and you said like 25,000 people come? They said roughly, I want to say, 25,000 people showed up on that Saturday. From all over the place. Who You talk to people from where? California, Texas, Kansas, Wyoming, Alaska. I talked to people from uh, London, Germany, all over the place. People from all over the world flew to Point Pleasant, West Virginia for this festival. So really, people, thousands of people, tens of thousands of people from all over the country, all over the world, they really love American folklore. You could you could say that this is a part of that long-running, long-standing storytelling and, and cryptids and you know, creatures that inhabit North America, certainly Mothman being, you know, in the top echelons of cryptids. And Has uh, there been sightings since? Oh, I, I believe so, yes. There's been sightings. Uh, can't tell you the dates, but I do reckon. So, per the usual, you set up your Hodeg store booth. Yeah, we rented a uh, Penske van, filled her up full of Hodegs, drove the old Honda CRV down there, the what the heck is a Hodeg mobile, and Headed on down to West Virginia and set up shop down there for the weekend, the two-day event, and uh, spread mega hodeg awareness, like I said, through the roof. Uh, my mouth did not stop running about telling people what this hodeg is. What is this haw dog? Yeah, that's what, what it's what's, all about. What's, what's the hodad? It does get mispronounced quite often, doesn't it? Very much so. Uh, hot dog is a very... Free frequent one that the hoday gets mistaken for, you know. Yeah. Like, what's this hot dog heritage festival about? But, anyways, back to the moth man. Um, yeah, we, we had just about everything at from the store down there in Point Pleasant. We had the rideable hoday, hundreds, maybe thousand of people rode the beast, got their photo. You set up that hoday with the saddle on it. Yes, people can hop on. So much fun. It was quite a hit. Who went down with you, Ben? Um, 
My mother did. My Aunt Patty. She's a big factor at the store. Yes. Your mom and dad both are. Yes. Mama and Papa Hodeg, I like Mama to call them. Mama and Papa Hodeg are very big factors in helping out at the Hodeg store. And uh, my Aunt uh, Patty and her friend Gala came with. So Hodegs, it's a family affair. Yes. The Burnell household. And also I had um, my good buddy Joe from Crypto Theology. Uh, he drove down from Pennsylvania uh, to give me a hand down there for the weekend, which was nice. very grateful of him. Could have used a few more people down there. Specifically, just to tell people what Hodegs were. Yeah. I would start telling somebody what a Hodeg was, and then somebody would come up and be like, I, I caught the tail end of what you were just saying there. Could, could you tell me what that is again? And then finally, I would just walk out in the front of the booth, and I would yell really loud, if you want to hear what a hodeg is, come over here and listen. And I would try to tell it to like 20 people at once. And people glom on. They, they want to hear about this. They wanted to hear what this beast was. Yeah. Nobody knew what it was down there. The imagery at your booth is such that people just, they look at it, and it, it's intriguing. They want to come check it out. They want to know about what is this thing. Yeah, it was a pretty, pretty fascinating event to uh, be a part of. That's awesome. So, and any other Mothman festival? I, we could impart that Hodeg Heritage Festival, which we helped start a few years ago. It's going to be its fourth year this year? Third year. Third year. We really aspire to kind of, you know, follow suit with the Mothman Festival. Certainly in Rhinelander, we think that Hodegs are worth talking about, cherishing, embracing. Spreading the good news of Hodegdom. I mean, the Hodeg's uh, definitely something special, and it deserves to be celebrated. Yeah, so it's great to go down to Mothman Festival and see how they do things, see all these people that are really interested in, you know, similar cryptids, and uh, hopefully Hodeg Heritage Festival gets there. 25,000 people. Someday that would be awesome. All right, Mothman Festival. Uh, I got it penciled in for well, next year, so I'm, I'm really hoping to be there. Yeah, you need to be there for that one. It's uh, definitely a good one. But um, after Mothman Festival is over, real quick, oh, oh, we should talk about the weather. And oh, then you can. Just, it is. You it, can edit that. The weather has in. changed uh, very greatly since the last time we had a podcast. So yeah, Carrie, what is the weather forecast today? Well, it's been snowing. I think. I love the it, snow. It got a little bit of a late start. You know, I think pre-Thanksgiving, I was a little worried. It, you know, there wasn't a lot on the ground, and then even after that, there was just a little bit. About a, what, week ago? So no full week now? Yeah, yeah, about a week. What do we get, six, eight inches? Yeah. And then it's been like a steady, we picturesque got... flurries every day since. I love it. I hope it keeps up. I think we've probably got like 10, 12 inches on the ground around here. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Us Hodigs really enjoy winter and enjoy the snow up here. And uh, I, I got some... Brand new Hodeg skis, Carrie. Oh, I got to ride them for the first time the I other day. I saw them. They look really cool. What Hodeg image is on them? Uh, it is fear my Fear the Hodeg image that my buddy Joe from Pennsylvania, uh, he designed that for me. And those skis are made right here in Wisconsin? In Chippewa Falls, actually. What's the name of the company? It's BPM Skis. BPM Skis. And uh, the bindings that he uses are made in Vermont, so it's a 100% made in America ski. Yeah, so... If- if you know Ben, you know that if he's not hodegging it up somewhere and there's any amount of snow on the ground, he's out skiing, finding a hill to slay, right? It's my goal. 
So those skis, they, they ski well? Yes, I love them. Very I noticed beautiful. they're pretty wide. Are they specific skis for some amount of, some style of skiing? Uh, these, the, the older Hodeg beer skis are actually wider. The beer skis. Yeah, um, we have two pairs of Hodeg skis. Now. So these kind of all-purpose ski. You can do powder. You can do. Yeah, this is groomed. a little bit more like an average person ski. I'd call it. What's the gentleman's name that that owns that company? Uh, uh, Steve Barilla. Where's he based out of? Chippewa Falls. Chippewa Falls. BPM skis. Yes. Handcrafted. Handmade. Right here in Wisconsin. Local. Chippewa Fall area wood that he gets from the Amish. Actually, he's a great guy. I know the few times that I've had pleasure to chat briefly with him. Um, really nice guy and makes awesome quality skis as you will attest to and he's willing to put a hoed eggs on them so can't beat it we are hoping the snow continues and uh one of our our other favorite winter events coming up will be uh ground eggs day 2023 this february i am excited for that carrie yeah that should be awesome we've done it now what four years this will be our fourth annual grounds day day video yeah so you know instead of a groundhog we don't we might have groundhogs around here i don't i can't recall ever seeing one mm-hmm. i don't think we, we got, got plenty of hoed eggs though yeah and they come out just like a groundhog would in the springtime check out their shadow and that dictates winter here in the northwoods of wisconsin so stay tuned for ground eggs day 2023 this february 2nd where else did the Hode go this summer, Ben? Well, after the old Mothman Festival, I uh, hired the old Hode Trucking Logistics and uh, had the old Hode uh, sent back up to Rhinelander, and I came and got you, and we headed on down to Van Meter, Iowa, a week after the Mothman Festival. That's right, Van Meter, Iowa, where we learned all kinds of wonderful things in Iowa about corn. Oh. Because they get a lot of it there. Uh, I know this is against the hoed egg buzzer rule, but Carrie, how many kernels of corn in one acre of corn? I believe it's 184,000 approximately kernels of corn in one acre of corn. Information I wouldn't have otherwise known had we not gone down to Van Meter, Iowa. But of course, Van Meter is known more, well, it's known for their corn, I would imagine. But they're known for another creature, cryptid. Yes, the Van Meter Visitor, a winged pterodactyl bat-like creature that emits a laser beam out of its forehead. So flying, humanoid, cryptid, laser beams. Yes. It looks, you know, I I hate to say exactly, but it does have some characteristics that give you a Mothman-y vibe, right? A little bit. This one, I think, is not humanoid-like, though. It's more reptilian? More reptilian-like, yes. And this happened in the late 1800s, downtown Van Meter. Some town folks saw this thing running on the top of a building or something? Yeah, and, like, I can't remember the exact details, but, like, a gentleman who had, like, a bank or a business of some sort saw this creature, came out. He was even shooting his gun at the building. Yeah, I heard Chad Lewis tell the story. And he said that people came out of, like, the saloons with their six-shooters, and they were popping off at this thing. Yeah. I mean, you don't just shoot at nothing. I mean, certainly they saw something that made them scared and take action. Take action they did. Have they seen it since? We could contact my buddy Jeremiah from the Bigfoot Society podcast show, and he would know. He knows all about the Van Meter Visitor. He knows all about the Van Meter Visitor. But similar to West Virginia and 
Point Pleasant and other places that have cryptids. Um, Van Meter certainly has embraced this creature. And uh, more recently, I think, the stories about it, you know, people have, have deemed it intriguing enough to collect history and start up a festival, right? Or, or rather an event, I would say it is. Yeah, this would be like a little smaller hometown-style little event. Um, uh, they have some vendors there, guest speakers about paranormal phenomenon, Van Meter visitors-style guest speaking, and uh, we've uh, attended it the last uh, two years. The weather was nice. It was a beautiful sunny day, if not a little bit breezy on the plains of Iowa. But yeah, we had a nice time. It did get pretty windy down there. And then we brought the hoed eggs back. Back to hoed egg country. And then the next thing up on the docket was... In October, I went down to the Milwaukee Paranormal Conference at the uh, Albero College. And uh, another uh, meeting of the masses of weird and paranormal creatures and activity. Vendors there from all around the Midwest. Um... So primarily, hoed eggs are, they fit into like a mythology, American folklore category, a beloved creature here in Rhinelander, but they also fit into a lot of other categories. The cryptid category for many people, um, strange animal category, but strange being the key word. So it's it's interesting in a strange kind of bizarre way. Hoed eggs fit that bill. So hoed eggs are invited then to these different events that may you know, they're not specifically about hoed eggs, per se, but they encapsulate some strangeness, some strange aspect. And I, I would say Milwaukee Paracon is that for hoed eggs, right? Oh, absolutely. But they probably focus on ghosts, the supernatural. Yeah, and then there's, a, I know, some guest speakers that were there talking about, like, Bigfoot, the Beast of Bray Road, um, other things like that. Kind of covers a lot of the Wisconsin... Uh, cryptid folklore. Yeah, our uh, one good buddy, Goth Wisconsin, was there. Goth Wisconsin. Goth Wisconsin was mm-hmm. there, and uh, she was a guest speaker. I do believe she is going to be a guest speaker at our Hodeg Heritage Festival coming up. That May would be great. 20th, 2023. Yeah, uh, she's got a lot of great content on the TikTok, and uh, she was at the Hodeg Heritage Festival last year as a vendor, and uh, really nice to, to meet her and get to know her a little bit. So go check out Wisconsin's TikTok. And uh, that reminds me, while you're listening, make sure to like and share and subscribe to the Hodag Show. Had to put that shameless plug in there. Yeah. So then moving into the October, we into the s- Halloween season. Still in October here, moving back up to Rhinelander. I love finding opportunities to do events in Rhinelander with the Hodag. Um... Some of my favorite ones are around Halloween time, actually. We get to go to the YMCA's Not-So-Scary Halloween Trail. That's a great event. Families, kids of all ages really enjoy that. Just come on down with your kid. You walk the little trail through the woods. It's not so scary, and you'll get lots of candy. Yeah, and hoed eggs are... Seems like for, for people that live outside the Rhinelander community, at least out of the state, you know, kids are a little bit... Maybe a little standoffish. They don't quite know what to make of it. But kids of Rhinelander, they know the hoed egg. They love hoed eggs. And they just love seeing hoed eggs anywhere they go. Yeah, no, I, I can tell when you're wearing a suit if a kid's a local or not a local. 
they're either coming up to hug the hodeg or they're running away from it and then tell you which one they are yeah so you know hodegs can be kind of scary or depicted in a scary kind of manner but they're so beloved here in Rhinelander, it's you know they have an endearing quality yeah, and, about and, them, and so many little kids love like dinosaurs and T Rex and stuff like that. It kind of another good reason the whole day kind of fits in with the family friendly kid aspect of some of these other events we get to do. Yeah, it's lizard like, reptilian, prehistoric in nature, as we like to say. Yeah, kids love it. So that was a good good turnout at the YMCA. Yeah, and then the following week, I believe we went downtown Rhinelander for their trick or treat downtown. Where, wow, wow. That was a great time. Check out the video on uh, anything, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook. For What's America. it called? Rhinelander Halloween, downtown trick-or-treating? Will those be applicable search terms to use? Yeah, just type in Halloween or something, Hodeg store on YouTube, it'll come right up. It up. was packed. I've never seen it so busy. I had thousands well, We had all the Hodegs down kids. there, Hodeg hunters, the van, smoke machine rolling, Hodeg tunes bumping. Yeah, and all the wonderful downtown businesses turned out. Dress up, hand out candy. I think I gave away like $500 worth of candy down there that day. That's, a, that's like a truckload? It was a whole truck, a whole hodeg truckload of candy. That's awesome. Oh, I will look forward to that next year like I do every year. And then the week after that, I stopped up at the Sprexel Haunted House up here in Rhinelander, uh, up on Stephen Street there, and the hodeg was hiding back in the woods uh, during the family-friendly hour. Yeah, this year they kids. had a, a space... At Reincarnated? Yeah, Reincarnation. Or Reincarnation Resale. Reincarnation Resale. Yeah, they usually do this in their house, I believe. Right, Carrie? For the past many years. Yeah, and and Reincarnation had that space. Yeah, it was pretty... I think the theme was Reincarnated, which is where I had the flub there. Yeah. Reincarnated. So they do, like, a throwdown, scary Halloween haunted house. And they had a great space this year. Indoor, outdoor... And the hodeg was there with a chainsaw. Yeah, with a chainsaw. <laughs> were kids afraid of it then? Yeah. I didn't have the chainsaw the whole time. I just borrowed it from one of the dudes. Yeah, I saw the picture and I thought, wow. Yeah, it was Throwing great. it back to that uh, that logging heritage. Yeah, huh? I had like yeah. a uh, white t-shirt I soaked in fake blood and put all over the hodeg. Oh, boy. It was great. You got to ham up the ferociousness of yeah, the beast. The Halloween spirit got the hodeg that day. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite events, Carrie, you got to come to it this year. I'm glad you got to make it. Uh, CryptidCon, Lexington, Kentucky. Yeah, that was a blast. It was a great trip. You know, we always drive to these events, and then along the way, we find interesting places to visit, places to go. Hodeg shenanigans to do. Yeah, we're always visiting with people then, because Ben, of course, drives us white vehicle just plastered with hoed eggs 53 hoed eggs on that vehicle magnet stickers you name it and right on the side it says what the heck is a hoed egg you just can't miss this vehicle and just about everywhere you park people when you get out of the vehicle they say what the heck's a hoed egg people breaking their necks as you like to say looking at the vehicle and, of course, that gives us a wonderful opportunity to talk about hoed eggs, which we love to do. To spread awareness of hoed eggs. So where did we take hoed eggs on that trip? We we stopped at Casey, Illinois. Casey, Illinois. Yeah, yes. that was a crazy adorable little, little town. Yeah, home of 
small town filled with large objects. Some of the world's largest objects. Yeah, world's largest mailbox is the one that rings rings a bell in my mind. That was a good one. Uh, taco. There's like, was it? I don't know if it was the world's largest, but it's definitely a large. Yeah, there's taco. like a list of world's largest things there, and then there is a list of just really big things: golf tee, birdcage, taco, pencil, pencil, car key. Yeah, I can't recall which of them were the world's largest. Unfortunately, we were there late in the evening and didn't have a ton of time, but we saw right downtown maybe a dozen big things. In like a block. Yeah. And then all around the town, there's there's more, so we should definitely stop back in there and check out some more of that. If you're ever in Casey, Illinois, check out the small town with uh, a lot of large things. And then we had one more goofy stop before we went to CryptidCon. It might be one of my all-time favorite stops. The original KFC in Corbin, Kentucky. And we're I, the man himself. We're Colonel Sanders started it all. So I'm in the parking lot. I throw on the old hot egg, and we just march right up in that KFC. And I ordered a freaking chicken leg. And we had a little fun making the video. You should definitely go check it out online. Yeah, it's a KFC restaurant. It's also a museum. You know, Colonel Sanders owned this little, like, motor inn hotel and restaurant there originally. Glorified gas station chicken. Yeah, and he perfected this method of roasting chicken. What uh, Pressure Roast, frying yeah, is roast, what he calls it, right? Yeah, pressure frying, he called it. So it was great. This You could sit right in the museum um, they got his whole life on display there. It was really cool. Check out the Kentucky Fried Chicken Hot Egg video on YouTube. While you're at it, make sure to like and sh- subscribe and, and share those videos. But it was a lot of fun. We had a blast. And then we also stopped at the world's longest cave system in Kentucky. Yeah, it was a hot egg free event we did. Uh, I want to say Bigfoot Cave, but that's not it, of yeah, course. we got to have a little hot egg free fun on these adventures. Mammoth Cave. So that was fun. And then we made our way to... CryptidCon. In Lexington, Kentucky. And we got the old hot eggs carted in and wheeled in. And we even brought the rideable hot egg down there, too. I love bringing that thing and getting people to ride that beast all over the place. We had a lot of fun. We The hot egg king was there wandering around. Um, each day we were there at the event, we tried to do something, you know, fun and outlandish in a whole day kind of way. Yeah, it's a indoor event at a hotel conference center. I'd say there's about 80 to 100 vendors, maybe 1,000, 2,000 people show up to it over the course of the weekend. And a uh, really, really great time spreading a whole awareness in Kentucky for our second time. Definitely yeah, something we need to get back and do again. There's all these Bigfoot hot spots around the country. Pacific Northwest, of course, a really big Bigfoot spot. But also Kentucky, the, the Appalachian Mountains, big-time Bigfoot area. Um, you watch some of these Bigfoot Bigfoot Expedition and these other shows on TV. Yeah, they have some of the uh, mountain, mountain monster men from one of the Travel Channel shows are usually set up at CryptidCon, too, and a lot of people stop by to see them. So that festival covers all kinds of cryptids, from Mothman to Bigfoot to... You name it, they're all there. And there's a lot of other podcasters there that talk about Bigfoot, paranormal, other cryptid creatures and stuff, and uh, a lot of guest speakers there at that one this year. Yeah, and the hot egg just fits right in at these events. It's interesting because hot eggs in Rhinelander are 130 years old, 
you know, and, and goes back even farther than that into the lumberjack logging heritage oral record in these lumber camps and the bunkhouses. But for the cryptid world at large, um, hodags are relatively new to a lot of people that, that go to these events. So it's really cool sp spreading hodag awareness, like you said, and sharing, you know, what Rhinelander, Wisconsin and, and hodag country is all about. Yeah, and the hodag, you know, it's been around a little bit longer than some of these other cryptids, you know, that people talk about, like Mothman. The hodag's been around almost twice as long as the Mothman, but yet not as many people know about them. Yeah, and hodags, as we all know, you know, they're, they're fun just to look at. There's so many depictions of hodags, but, you know, it has the information to back it up. It has this long history in Rhinelander and Wisconsin. Uh, Gene Shepard did a great job, of course, of giving us all these legends and tales and stories. And uh, people throughout Rhinelander's history have embellished those tales. And it, it gives us a lot to talk about, a lot to be proud of here in Rhinelander, Wisconsin. And it's so easy to talk to people about hodags. And, and they love to hear about it. It's a, it's a newer cryptid for a lot of people. And uh, I think it ex makes them excited. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, you know... We do all this adventuring and everything, but there's nothing more than I like than coming back to some clean, pine-scented air of northern Wisconsin. Yeah, you go all over the country, and, you know, the United States has so many wonderful, unique places from sea to shining sea. And and northern Wisconsin, you can fit into a category by itself. Um, it's clean glacial lakes, clean pine-scented airs, like you mentioned. Um, the hodeg habitat, we like to call it. You know, the place where hodegs roam. And... Not only can you come up here to the Northwoods and check out this awesome mythological creature here in Rhinelander, the home of the Hodeg, but you can also, you know, grab a cabin on a lake for a week and enjoy all the wonderful, beautiful things we have to offer here. So Cryptid Con, that, that kind of sums up that trip down to Lexington, Kentucky. We zip back pretty quick. Back on the old... Hodeg Road again, getting a hold of the Hodeg Trucker Logistics, and we head on down to Milwaukee, and uh, that was a great time. Krampus knocked. This is a German heritage holiday. If you're not familiar with Krampus, look up Krampus. I think a movie just came out in the last few years. Yeah, I believe it did. Christmas horror movie, but, but there are other movies and stories. Basically, to sum it up short, Santa is for the good children. Krampus is meant to scare the crap out of the little children. Yeah, it's like this goat man, horned kind of devil creature. He's pretty wicked looking. That you know, here in the United States, if you're if you're a bad kid, you just you get coal in your stocking. And that's, honestly, it's hardly ever the case. Kids, if you listen to this, the coal, it's a myth. In Europe, the kids get beat by Krampus by, like, with a broom or a whip or something, I think. No joke. These Krampus characters have, like, a basket or cage that they carry on their back with, with like, little kids in it. Like, they go and get you. That's that's what happens in Germany. And it's really cool. They, they really do it up well. There's a lot of German heritage in Milwaukee where the event is held. And uh, speaking of German heritage, this year it was held at a really awesome venue. Very awesome. It was at the uh, best place in the Paps Historic District in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And beautiful, gothic almost looking castle-like building this event was held at. Yeah, it's the old Paps Brewery. And maybe some of you are old enough to remember when it was operating or maybe took a tour down in Milwaukee. But since it's closing in the 90s, the different buildings from the, the mash house to the 
offices to the bottling house. They've all been purchased by different entities and turned into different things. So the headquarters, the office, was turned into this event center called Best Place. It features a little coffee shop, gift shop, and it's a really, like you said, ornate, beautiful building. A lot of German heritage there with the, the Paps Brewery being founded by Jacob Best. And, uh, of course, later famously being operated by Captain Frederick Pabst. All of that right there on site to check out. I should buzz myself. Yeah, you're getting pretty historical there. Only other thing I like talking about more or equal to Hodags is Wisconsin beer history. But I'll take the buzzer. Okay, so we're at Krampus Knocked. It was a great event. A lot of awesome people put in a lot of work. There was tons of vendors there. Yeah, I, I mean, I like vending at Krampus Not, but my favorite part is the parade. It was like a four-block parade, and the whole time, everybody was chanting Hodag. Yeah, how do Hodags fit into this Krampus Knock? It's a little bit outside the box, but Hodags being this kind of horned creature, it just, when you look at it, it's it's not too much of a stretch, is it? No, no, it's not too far off. Well, my good buddy uh, T. Carillos, um, he's the guy who puts on this Krampus Knot. And uh, he, he loves the Hodeg. He's written books about the Hodeg, and he just loves what we, we, me and you both do up here in Rhinelander with the Beast. And uh, he just welcomes us on down, and we have a good old fun time with it. Yeah, set up a table. It was very well attended this year. And like you said, the parade. We had a lot of fun with that this year. Again, you can check the video out of that on like Facebook or Instagram. And you know, make sure to like, subscribe, and share to it, too. Yeah, you might as well. Yeah, might as well. This year, we dressed up Hodegs as a Krampus and a St. Nick. Yeah. And that's how we went in the parade. It, it was, was wonderful. Pretty, pretty cool. And it was really cool. If you watch the video, you'll see, you know, we had opportunity to talk to a lot of people about Hodegs. But a lot of people from Wisconsin know Hodegs. You know, specifically about Rhinelander, Wisconsin. And then during the parade, you can hear people yelling. Yeah, you can't see them. You can't see what's going on out there. But you you can definitely hear what's happening. And everybody's screaming Hodeg. It's pretty cool. People enjoy seeing Hodegs represented at at that event. And it was was pretty cool, too. We we saw some Rhinelander locals there, too, at that event. Yeah, we had some friends come on down that way and enjoy themselves at Krampus Knock. Good old friends over at EVP there. Just a great event. Very well put together. If you get a chance to check it out next year, Krampus Knock 2023. Should be bigger and better than ever. Do it. You can go and like and share and subscribe on the, on the Krampus Knock Facebook yeah. page. So then here, more locally. Carrie, okay, this was your event. Why don't you Well, I, I can hardly take personal claim to it. There's so many people that, that are involved in this. But at the museum here, Pioneer Park Historical Complex at, in Rhinelander, we host a Christmas open house. The Rhinelander Railroad Association puts on this wonderful event at the Railroad Depot Museum, and a lot of Northwoods Railroad history represented there, and they decorate the building to the nine. So it's this old depot, Sioux Line Depot, and they put lights all over it and garland and Christmas trees and all these different Christmas train displays. So every summer there's a model train display there, but they set up a bunch more model railroad displays, and it's just, the whole place is beautiful. And then we decorate the whole complex and I gotta give a lot of credit to Tim Sheldon and Brendan Marcourt this year, who strung hundreds of thousands of lights all over the museum. And you drive by the museum complex on Oneida Ave, and you can see it a long way off. You know, the whole museum is decorated with lights. So we did first two Saturdays of December. We open up the museum for visitors and families and kids come down and 
you know, we have cookies and cocoa and play Christmas music and they get to operate trains, which is always a lot of fun. Run the speeder, which is always really popular. Oh, gee whiz, that's that's so fun riding that speeder. That's like my favorite thing to do. We, you had that running at the Hodeg Heritage Festival too, uh, didn't you, Gary? Yeah, we just run it a few times a year during special events like the Oneida County Fair, the Heritage Festival, and then this Christmas open house. And if you don't know what a speeder is, it's also called a putt-putt car. It's like a railroad maintenance car. It's this tiny little... This one's yellow. It's like a little square box on wheels, and it fits, like, two people. Yeah, you know those old velocipedes they're called where you have, like, two guys on it where they, like, crank it up yeah, and the, down? the pump thing. Yeah. yeah this is kind of the, the next generation of that. So railroad guys would go out onto the railroad and check the track. And so we have this vintage speeder at their museum. And uh, not to be forgotten, Hodegs, well represented at this event uh, we had the Hodeg Santa. Ho, 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 Santa Dag. It was oh, so much fun. It was a great time being the Ho Ho Hodeg, I tell you. Yeah, people got a kick out of that. You know, the Hodeg dressed up like Santa Claus. That little kid that came up to me and said, Hodeg, I want to show you your truck out there. Could have almost made Hodeg cry under that helmet. Yeah, this it little was kid. so cute. This adorable little kid comes in and. He's talking to the hodeg, and he, he grabs the hodeg by the hand. And you were in the suit yeah, this day. Yeah. And he just pulls the hodeg out to the hodeg truck, which Ben had set up outside the museum gate. And he's telling him all about the hodeg truck. Yeah, he wanted to show me. He wanted to show the hodeg the hodeg truck. It was wonderful. It was very cute. And then we had uh, an awesome uh, extracurricular event with uh, Dr. Allison French. French bring her horse team and wagon and they did rides around the bargain just the whole event was really filled with holiday cheer and it was very exciting yeah well attended to saturday so if you get a chance and we do it again next year and you missed it this year you got to come check it out you can go see the pictures on hodeg store facebook page puts them up and the pioneer park historical complex facebook page puts them up too so christmas in the northwoods it's we've really just been enjoying ourselves up here last few weeks yeah we we had uh one more final celebration though carrie after the old holidays at the museum there yes sir during all of this which i did we mention this when we were down at CryptidCon? never okay so don't think so the hodeg won a a national competition 27,000 different mascots in the united states at high schools that is just crazy and the Hodeg won. The Hodeg won the best mask, best high school mascot in the United States. Yeah, this poll on the internet that had millions of votes, and over the course of time, the Hodeg worked its way to the rankings of number one. Like holy cow! Yeah, sports is a sportsbooklive.com, I think. I believe so. They did this poll, and they had these different categories with different. You know, they all sat together in their office and picked out all these different mascots from out of 27,000 mascots. And then they ran categories with voting. Yeah, and we, the Hodeg went through two rounds. Yeah, and, we won, like, the mythical creature category bracket. And then we had to move on to, I think, one more bracket, right? Yeah. And then there was the championship one after that. Won the whole shebang. So the Hodeg, uh, represented by the Rhinelander High School here in... Beautiful Rhinelander, Wisconsin, is the number one high school mascot in the U.S. 
And Hodeg's been the mascot of the high school for over 100 years. Yeah, since at least 1918, you could say. Okay. So that's really cool. So we have this awesome event center sports complex here in Rhinelander. Dubbed the Hodeg Dome. The Hodeg Dome. It features the longest, largest depiction of a Hodeg anywhere in the world. 75 feet long? I think it's 75 feet long or 95 feet long. It's it's, it's, it's enormous. A, it's a big dag. Yeah. So the Hodeg Dome is this giant inflatable sports complex. Again, this dome is the largest inflatable sports dome at a high school in the United States also. Yeah, it's a really cool thing for Rhinelander. And they hosted uh, a celebration of this mascot win. You know, the high school and all the schools put this event on at the Hodeg Dome. Marching band, there's bounce houses galore, kids games, activities, prizes, raffles, different activities. There was a radio show, I think Drew and KB from Milwaukee, they, they were up here at the event, and um, a lot of people put a lot of time and effort into getting everything going for it. It was quite a big turnout. Yeah, it was a really great turnout. Um, it's always cool to see Rhinelandarians, hodags, if you will, yeah. turn out to celebrate the Great Pine Beast and, and all its history and, and heritage. And, and Mr. Bladorn himself had the honors of doing a little hodag history speech there at the Dome, and... Uh, it was just a good, good old hodag day. It was a great event. There was something else right on the, right on the tip of my tongue I was going to mention about that. Unfortunately, you can't eat inside the dome. Cheese curds would have made this event perfect. <laughs> but you maybe know. they'd be willing to make an exception in the yeah. future for cheese curds. Okay, hodag dome celebration. Um, if you get a chance to get out and see Rhinelanders high school sports teams compete. I'll root for the Hodags. Go Dags. You know, we've been talking about all these events and everything that we've been doing for the last few months and whatnot, but you, you know what time it is, I think, Carrie? I think it's time for the Dag of the Day! Tell us, Ben, what is what is this episode's Dag of the Day? Well, it is the What the Heck is a Hodag Honda CRV Mobile. Uh, Hodeg Trucking Logistics, basically. This your vehicle, the, the Hodeg Store's vehicle, the work dag of the, the, the Hodeg machine. Yes, and uh, it's been all over the country this year. Um, I took it out west to Utah for a skiing trip, spreading Hodeg awareness just on the road. It's been to West Virginia, Kentucky, Milwaukee multiple times. Uh, without it, some of these events and Hodeg happenings wouldn't have been possible. It makes you wonder how many people see the vehicle on the road. You know, people we don't get a chance to talk to, but they see it, they see the Hodegs on it, they see what the heck is a Hodeg written on the side of it, and they, they go uh, investigate. Right right on the, the back of it, I got a big old sticker that says, Hodeg, just Google it. And, you know, I've had people told me, you know, I just Googled that creature there. That's pretty cool. Like walking out of a gas station or something, and you, you get to a gas station or a hotel or any place you go on these trips and adventures, and almost immediately people are like, well, tell me what it is. What the heck is it? They got to know. They got to know. They're curious. They're fascinated. And it's like they have to ask, and they ask immediately almost every time. Yeah. So the Hodeg Honda CRV. The ultimate Hodeg awareness spreading tool 
for the it's countryside. It's a mobile billboard. Yes. Right. Today's Dag of the Day. Excellent. All right, so now we are at uh, checking out the, the magic whiteboard here with all of our Hodag stuff on it. Um, talk about uh, happenings to Dag. What, what do we got coming up in the Hodag the to- events category? The, the Todag happenings? Yeah. Well, I don't think we got a whole lot happening for quite a while. Um, it's going to be a little quiet skiing time. <laughs> yeah, we're going to snowshoe. We're going to ice fish. We're going to snowmobile. Yeah. We're going to cross-country ski. We're uh, going to downhill ski. We're going to enjoy this beautiful... Hoday Country winter uh, for a couple months. Coming up in, uh, I believe, March, the Hoday store will be at the brand new Northwoods Expo event happening at the, the Hoday Dome. Dome. Okay, yes. yeah. Um, other than that, our tentative plan for Hoday's Hoday Heritage Festival, May 20th. May 20th. That's Saturday, May 20th. My calendar is marked. Is yours? Third, fourth, third, the third annual, third annual Hodeg Heritage Festival, May twentieth. That's a Saturday, right here in Rhineleader, Wisconsin, at Pioneer Park, celebrating all things Hodeg. Vendors, yeah. speakers, um, lumberjack pancake breakfast, phenomenal sausage links. Okay, you got to stop by right away in the morning. Hodeg performances, uh, the logging museum open, sideshow acts. Hodeg Calling Contest. You'll want to be there at high noon for this. Yeah, we're also talking about having a uh, white bulldog competition this year. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to call it the most beautiful white bulldog or the most tastiest one. I mean, the Hodeg would judge by tastiest looking Certainly bulldog, would, I think. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully we get some nice, chunky, ugly bulldogs to stop on by and be judged. Yeah, we've been having some great meetings about next year's Hodeg Heritage Festival. and really excited to, to bring that back to Rhinelander and celebrate all things Hodeg. So Saturday, May 20th, 2023, the third annual Hodeg Heritage Festival going to be coming up next spring. And, of course, there's always the Hodeg Heritage Week where local businesses have Hodeg items for sale, uh, Hodeg named foods around town. Everybody gets into the Hodeg spirit that week before the big... The white bulldog melt sandwich at the old CT's Deli. Yeah, the Hodeg pizza. Delicious. Like all these different restaurants. Around town, everybody gets in on on the uh, Hoday Heritage Festival, and then all culminating in the big event, which we've discussed. So and mark if, your calendars, Saturday, May twentieth. If you want to check out how the event went last year, though, you can go hop on the old YouTube, check out a YouTuber named the Carpet Baker, and look for a video, or just type in the Carpet Baker Hoday Heritage Festival and. Uh, you can see every aspect of everything that happened at our awesome little Hodeg event. Yeah, and of course you can go on the Hodeg Heritage Festival Facebook page and uh, like, subscribe, share it, keep an eye on that page because we put up all kinds of fun Hodeg stuff on the festival page as well. So looking forward to that. It's going to be a great event this year. Make your plans now. Come to Hodeg Country, Rhinelander, Wisconsin for Hodeg Heritage Festival 2023. And if you're also planning to come to Rhinelander, another thing you can check out is the brand. Oh. Is that your hoedag trying to get out? You hear that back there? Yeah. That's my hoedag trying to escape. Hear that rattle cage rattling. But yeah, if you're coming up to Rhinelander this spring, summer, fall, next winter, plan your stay now at the House of Hoedags. Hoedag themed Airbnb? The first 
I think the only Hodag themed Airbnb in existence. First Airbnb here in I think the city of Rhinelander, yeah, right? Yeah, the first one that uh, it's got signed up and everything. And Airbnbs very popular across the nation. Um, we love to stay in them wherever we go. And so now, of course, there would be a Hodag themed Airbnb. And you've been working so hard on this this summer, Ben. I think it's one of the coolest developments in Rhinelander this year. Hodag themed Airbnb. Well, thank you, Carrie. You definitely. If you haven't seen it yet, go check out the Facebook page for it, Instagram page. Airbnb.com. It's on Airbnb. Just look up places to stay in Rhinelander. It should pop right up on there. It's 100% green. It's 1,000% hodag. And it's... You walk into the place, it's it's wall-to-wall hodags. It's wonderful. Yeah, there's a gentleman staying there now. I think he said he counted 124 hodags. I haven't even counted them yet. That's something I have to verify verify at some point and conveniently located i might add right behind the hodag store on shepherd street named after the man himself gene shepherd the discoverer of the hodag so cool you know there's a lot of beautiful resorts you could stay at up here on hundreds of lakes in the rhinelander area uh, hotels and such but if you're going to stay in rhinelander you're going to want to stay at the House of the Hodags. Especially if you're a Hodag fanatic like I am. Yeah, so as it stands, the second, is it booked for Hodag Heritage Festival? It is booked for the festival. Okay, but, all right. Um, earlier in the week and later in the week, it is still open. So if you want to have an extended stay for the festival, either before or after, uh, get on there and book it now. And in the meantime, there's beautiful amount of snow up here. Skiing, snowmobiling, winter weather activities galore. Come on up and visit Rhinelander and stay at the House of the Hodags. Well, Ben, it is always great to get together and talk Hodags with you. Oh, I love talking Hodags with you, Carrie. We've talked a lot about the Green Brute tonight and uh, covered a lot of topics. Yeah, you'll have to like, subscribe, and share this episode if you enjoyed it or any of our shows. I think next time on our show we might dive back in a little bit more some historical legend and lore type of stuff about this mythical hodag of ours. I always love the legends and lore, man. You know that. Well, without further ado, I'm Carrie. And I'm Ben. And thank you for listening to The Hodag Show! Thank you for listening to The Hodag Show. Be sure to like and follow us on The Hodag Show Facebook and Instagram pages. If you have Hodag-related questions or topics you'd like to hear discussed in future episodes, send us a message. You can find our show on Spotify, Apple, Google, and other podcast streaming services, or you can go to thehodagstore.com. I'm Carrie, And I'm Ben. And this is The The Hodag Hodag Show, where everything is Hodag. Hodag.